Welcome back to Sloppy Seconds. It's April 19th, 10.44 p.m., and we just finished the first two parts of the Last Dance documentary. Come listen to myself, Carlos, Hopkins, and Nihal give our initial real-time thoughts on the documentary in this unfiltered and freelance episode of Sloppy Seconds Podcast. Yo, what up, Hop? What up? What'd you think? I really liked it, actually. Dude, that was great. Yeah. Holy shit. I, there's a, a lot of that stuff I did not know, dude. I I'm I don't know your side on this, but like I'm a I'm a very pro Jerry Krause guy. Can you can you say that again? My my uh, headphones like I, I'm a pro uh, I'm a pro Jerry Krause guy. Um, I okay. So Jerry Krause to me, literally mm-hmm. great GM, right? Brought in the right guys and stuff, but um. Uh-huh. I like Steve Kerr said it perfectly. Like he couldn't get out of his own way. Yeah, dude, extent. he was a great. If you look at like the Bulls now, bro, like you would have loved the Jerry Krause, dude. Like he was oh, daring. Yeah. Like he was. He, the he, only thing he didn't do was draft Jordan. He everything else he did. Yeah, like, he got he, Pippen traded for for Cartwright. He he was just like the only thing was he was like a little like. In, I think what happened was, uh, like he's very like, like kind of like odd looking awkward looking but like you could see jordan was like bullying this guy pippen was, i don't like, think he, this i don't guy. think he liked he he didn't like that like being bullied all the time yeah dude like i was i don't know i was talking to uh i asked my dad because my dad obviously he watched that era like he experienced that era but he was saying like jordan and pippen would call him crumbs like that was a nickname for him because he was like fat <laughs> and he was like always eating and then like uh Phil Jackson didn't make it easier on him. Like, he, he like Phil Jackson never like smoothed things out. Uh, what up, Carlos? What up? Um, what do you think? Uh, we're talking about the doc right now. Um, Are we live? He never. I mean, we're recording, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, he, like, he was telling me like, like Phil Jackson never smoothed anything out. They called him crumbs. He never got any credit. And the, the thing was that since he was like so like. Like like awkward, like weird that he was an easy scapegoat kind of thing because he never got credit. I feel like I never heard Jerry Krause. It was always Jordan in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm very pro, pro, very pro Jerry Krause. Like I feel like kind of bad for this guy because he's like dad. He's dead. Like he's actually like. Yeah, I wonder what bad. his family thinks. Yeah, I don't know. Slandering his name. <laughs> Jordan's being a dick, dude. Calling saying like it was your diet pills, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they never. I guess like they never got along. They said earlier that Phil Jackson liked him, and then something went wrong. Like eventually, they started like butting heads, and then well, in the, well, in the Kra- documentary, yeah, in the documentary, well, they said, like, brought him this in. is your last season. Yeah, Kraus yeah, brought, brought him in. And dude, I, I, I mean, I have some notes. What do you think about it, Carlos? Like the whole the doc. I thought it was awesome. I mean, ultimately, I just I feel really bad for Scottie Pippen. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that's another. That's one of the notes I had. That this guy, like Ryan's Dwarf, won. What do baby? What do baby? What do y'all? We're talking about the doc right now. Uh, it's me, you, Carlos, and Hopkins. Right. So, uh, what's his name? Um, Ryan's Dwarf, giving him said said it to this guy. He said, "Dude, like seven years, eighteen million. Don't sign it." 
and right? He, and he, he signs it anyway. I, mean, I feel I mean, bad. For, I feel bad for the guy though. Like he he like wanted to yeah. like, provide for his parents and like yeah. It's R- always Ryan a risk Dorf of injury. Well, like he turned out pretty. I would, in my opinion, if I'm an NBA player, I'm taking winning. I'm taking my legacy over any amount of money because 18 million is more money than I would ever imagine in my lifetime. Bro, but the amount of money lost is just too much for okay. a player of that caliber. That's great. You make 18 million. What's the difference between making 18 million and making 36 million? Okay, but for a guy like Scotty Pippen, difference? who's taking care, of, I feel like for a guy who's you know, for us, it's different. You know, we okay, come up look from at, family, we get eighteen million, all that in, money. In ours. twenty years from Scottie now, Pippen, 20... that's his whole family. Like, Nihal, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm, I'm, I've had probably like five three one twos. I, I'm going to be very aggressive today, but um, <laughs> look at Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson got the bag, bro. He went to the NBA, didn't care about anything, just got his money, right? Yeah. In twenty twenty years from now, only people who are going to know him are the people he played for. Whereas Scottie Pippen is a legend and he got underpaid so i, I guess that's i, I mean that's dude, fair. I, I would take i would take my legacy and being remembered over any amount of money any day so i saw the thing with scotty this this documentary made him seem like a badass like when they had him like his high his high school to college to like him first coming into the team and then his pearly white teeth his teeth are so fucking white like <laughs> yeah it's crazy it like blinds me but like they made him seem like a badass, and like it's like his, they brought on his like family backstory, dude. Like I I see where uh you're coming from, Hop, with the, the legacy stuff. But yeah, he he was severely underpaid, 122nd, like most like what highest paid player. Like that's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah, man. I don't know. I saw something on Twitter though, um, like just now, that um said like his like they didn't like some guy like didn't feel bad for him because like his career earnings were like. Over a hundred million. Yeah, because I'm sure he endorsements have a lot of endorsements. That. Yeah, yeah, dude. Being with Jordan, exactly. I, I'm sure he had exactly. a hell of a shit with Jordan just just by being associated with them. Well, yeah. and I don't I mean, know, I don't know the details of that that Portland uh, deal, but he probably like made money there too. Obviously, oh, Portland definitely had. Yeah, to once him a Jordan was gone, yeah. he's probably like, all right, let's go get my money. Low key, I'm gonna I'm, check that. It's, yeah, I don't I'm know. What he made. Like, I'm interested to see what you guys. What do you guys feel about? Um, Carlos Jerry Krause. Did you were you a Jerry Krause guy, or did you think he was like kind of like a dickhead and all? This? I mean, at the end or of like the day, he bad did his guy. job. Like he produced yeah, a six championship team. Like no matter how shitty the guy might have been, like as a person, like he did what he was his job. Like the whatever Ryan, whatever his name is, the owner. Ryan he, he wasn't Ryan looking Zorf, to hire yeah. a guy that had a good personality. He wanted a guy that get the got job done, and he did. Like. It's just, yeah, it's just, dude. It's tough. Like, obviously, you always want your front office to be like on par with your superstars, your coach, but it didn't work out that way. But still, did his job. Yeah, I am so. I, I I was like watching that. I was so pro Reinsdorf, dude. Like, I, like that's the innovative thinking you're, you're like you you think of though. Like, am I right? Like, yeah. Like you, thank you for like these five championships, but we're always looking to make the team better. But that's what you want, right? And your GM, like, Bulls fans nowadays, what do you what do you have? Like nothing. Like your GM sucks. Gar packs. Like, I don't have to worry about that obviously anymore. Obviously, the guy had some, <laughs> yeah. the guy had some issues, like self conscious. Like he wanted to be like yeah, he did a hero. Yeah, but oh, he was he was yeah. Under, yeah, like they said with that underdog mentality. I think that that made him like yeah, I think it was you know not. 
envious, but just seeing like you know when they uh when they were showing the ninety seven ninety eight the start of the season they the, the fans were booing him when he came out mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> five time five time champion GM who put together that team and they're booing him when he comes out I think that was crazy I mean yeah. it's kind of like you know Roger Goodell or or David Stern even when the draft would be there but like it's kind of yeah. unbelievable. What did you guys think of uh, Michael Jordan in this doc? You got you think he kind of looked it was like a dickhead or what? I mean, Not yet. Nothing I didn't expect. No, I yeah, like yeah. I've heard I've heard like bad things and like I didn't see anything like that shocked me or like. Dude, him, like... Him, re- him refusing to sign the autograph of the French guy was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> You just looked at the, you just looked at his manager and the or security guard and the, the security guard just like waved him off. Yeah, or the did you see the one where it was like during the commercial break? Common, Common said uh, he was a a ball boy for the Bulls and he went to go get Jordan's autograph for a kid for five bucks and Jordan was like, "How yeah. about you sign it for me?" Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, really? You couldn't just sign it?" Yeah, yeah, dude. Another thing I saw. What else? The Bulls made the playoffs that year, going thirty and fifty-two. That's unreal, <laughs> oh, dude. That that's nineties basketball. Eight teams out of an eleven-team conference make the playoffs, bro. That is nuts. Like, I don't know, man. I did not. I did not know anything <sighs> about that that Celtics series. How he just like went off. That's that was sweet. Oh, that Larry. That one play where he had the double crossover on Larry and the step back. Oh, it was nuts. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the nicest Jordan step backs I've seen. Yeah, holy crap! That I, I mean, now that we were deprived of sports for so long, like having this documentary given to us, oh, was was such, was such a nice. It's great, a nice change up. I saw someone. I saw someone tweet like, "The only takeaway I'm having from this documentary is that there was no defense in the '90s," and I was like, "Come on, <laughs> like, I don't know about that. <laughs> Dude, that's a, that's a, that's a hot take." Yeah, <laughs> I, I was shocked at the one thirty one score. Like I was like, "Dude, there's no way these guys will ever score one thirty one shooting sixteen footers yeah. every shot." Crazy, but yeah. uh, they they ran it up. It was another th- one thing I wanted to ask you guys. Another talking point was, what did you guys think about the Jordan? Uh, who do you think was the right? The, who was right in this with the Jordan the Jordan foot injury and how they managed that seven minutes a half? <laughs> Yeah, I think that was, was just like, a compromise. I don't think they wanted to play him at all, but he was so animate on playing. They're like, all right, fuck it, seven minutes again, seven minutes See, that, that's where the the mistrust or like or distrust comes between like players and manager when they when they pull shit like that. Like, I know Jordan's yeah. not like most players. I feel like most players in that situation would have sat out and not not cared, but. When you got like a talent, like a guy like that, young guy, you really want to tell him like, no, you can't play because basically we're trying to tank, and you know that sets him off right there. I think that's where dude, Jerry Krause fucked up. I don't know, dude. I think I'm on Krause's side that like, if if there's a ten percent chance of like injuring and career ending, I wouldn't play him either. No, like, but I, I would. I wouldn't have played him. Like I thought that was the line. That was my favorite line of the documentary, by the way, when Jordan goes. If I give you, if you have nine, ten pills, nine of them are good. Ten, ten, nine will heal the headache. One will kill you when you still take it. And Jordan goes, it depends on fucking bad the headache is. <laughs> yeah, but dude, I feel like I thought the reason why they were playing him only seven minutes was because the main reason was, or the underlying issue was, they wanted to tank. Like they didn't want to win games. I didn't, I didn't think it was actually because they were worried about him getting hurt. Yeah, I think it was more like Jordan. That's why. That's why. 
uh, Jordan was bitching because, like, he thought, oh, I'm 90% straight. Like, I should be good to go. I should be playing, you know, more than seven minutes a half. And uh, they're saying no because they don't want him to get hurt, obviously. But I think the underlying – you mainly don't want to win games because 30 wins in the playoffs, they were not expecting that, right? Yeah, I mean, that is kind of tough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. From a, from a front office standpoint, like, 30 wins, like, you think for sure you're going, like, top 10. And then all of a sudden you just make the playoffs. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean I, I was just I mean to be honest, I Kraus <laughs> I would I wouldn't have fucking played him at all. Like I, I think that well, was like ballsy. I think basketball was different back then. Oh for sure, like, bro. Kawhi. If you were injured for a little bit, like they you're like, all right, you can still play through it. Yeah, you know? a good example. Yeah. yeah, well, Kawhi sits out every other game now, so it's like yeah, like basketball's so different now, and like people are so focused on like the long term well being of a team, whereas I feel like back then, no one gave a shit. They're like, okay, you're good. Like, let's win now. Like, you're good to play. Let's play. Yeah, like, I know. Uh, what are you being so I know soft? Isaiah Thomas and the Pistons. Like, he didn't have that long of an NBA career because he would just like beat himself and play through every injury, and he just ended up not having that long of a career. Like the insane ankle yeah. injury. That was ballsy. That was sick. But uh, I was reading this thing online. Um, I was telling uh, Nihal this earlier that a part of the reason, like Phil Jackson, I guess, had this like weird ass, like you know how weird Phil Jackson has like those like weird hippie like philosophy shit, yeah. you know? Like supposedly he had this like theory that um, it was called like the seven year plan, where it was like if you are there at, uh, coaching a team for more than seven years, like, you lose the locker room or, or something mm. like that. So he, after seven years of coaching the Bulls, he wanted, like, either a whole new team or, to or like, to, like, stop coaching. And, like, that made it harder for Kraus. Because he did this, he did it for the Lakers. Like, when he coached the Lakers, he took a year off. He coached, like, six years or something, took a year off, and then came back for another seven years or something <laughs> like that. Weird. And then and then uh, won a couple championships. So he, he he was always like needed like those mental breaks. Is that just like a that. theory? So his or voice is that actually sharp? like he said that? I I was reading this article. I, I let me see. But he it, it he actually did it where he took the years off. Wow. But it was um dude it was crazy. It was called it's SB Nation, bloggable.com, the true story of Jerry Krause and the breakup of the Bulls. This <laughs> <laughs> is the reasonable people. Okay. Uh, Yes, Krauss made it known during the 97-98 season that Phil's time with the Bulls was over. Um, Jackson, Jordan, and Rodman all signed one-year contracts after the 97 season, meaning those four plus Scotty all had expiring deals after 98. Uh, before the 97-98 season even started, Phil told Rick Tellender that the Bulls definitely have plans to hire another coach for next year. Probably Tim, Flo- that whole Tim Floyd fiasco. Yeah. Um, so they, they called. Oh, sorry. Go What's ahead. Up? So this is another this is this goes into the theory, but there's another theory that played a role, and that was Phil Jackson's theory that a coach loses the attention of his players after seven years. That belief came from Jackson's father, Charles, a traveling Pentecostal minister in the Northwest. He told Phil when he was young that you can only stay in one place five years, and then your message starts falling on deaf ears. So, um, so weird. Jackson, yeah, Jackson felt that in '95, his sixth season as Bulls head coach, Jackson told Kraus and Reinsdorf. He would only return after his contract expired in '96 if the team cut loose every of every player from the first three P, including Pippen. What? <laughs> so this plan was upended when Jordan left bas- baseball because of the strike and returned to the Bulls. 
So the team kept Pippen, but unloaded B.J. Armstrong in the 95 expansion draft and Will Purdue a few months later in a trade for Rodman. Thus, I mean, Jackson had a true. whole new roster. Yeah, I don't think – if Jordan and Pippen were the only two for both three-peats, yeah. right? I'm, am I, I right when I say I'm, I'm like 95% sure. That was more two more than his seven-year theory, and we should note that Phil held to his instinct in Los Angeles – he took a one-year hiatus from coaching in 98-99, coached the Lakers for six seasons, took another one-year hiatus in 04-05, coached six more seasons, and left again. <laughs> yeah, that's hot. Dude, that was are crazy. You sure that's, are you sure Did that's why? Or is it because that... the 2004 Pistons broke him? <laughs> Dude, fuck. <laughs> Tayshawn Prince, most underrated player of that, hey, it was that his era. First oh, loss dude. Sheed, bro. It's all about Sheed. It was his first loss as a coach. Just saying. <laughs> hey, Sheed. You know what? Charles the finals? is a Hall of Famer in my eyes. Dude, okay. Funny funny story, uh, Carlos. So, I for our for our anal- my analytics project, it's I'm predicting um MVA MVP like is machine learning. It's our machine learning project. So we created a model in Python that if you put data in, it predicts the MVP of like yeah. certain seasons. And um, it was so funny because the, the year Steve Nash won MVP, it was, I think it was, it was 05, 06 that Nash won MVP. Uh, the model predicted Chauncey Billups should have been the MVP. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I think they won like, 60-something games. That I year. think Chauncey Billups is a Hall of Famer. He yeah. has to be. Yeah. Oh, he is. Oh, that's that's no doubt. He is. He's a beast, dude. Kobe was second place. Damn, what his, bro. What was his nickname? Mr. The Big, Big Shot. Shot. Big Sh- Mr. Big, Mr. Shot. Big Shot. Dude, sure. I, hope they, I hope they do a uh, a part in the series about Rodman. Oh, I feel it's like the next episode. I just, oh, yeah. I'm watching uh, SportsCenter right now, and they're showing the preview. It's the next episode. Okay. Hey, dude. Actually, going back to the doc, did anyone think that Tim Floyd situation was so similar to like Fred Hoiberg, <laughs> like Iowa State? Uh, Is it because because of Iowa State? Yeah, well, because the guy went to Iowa State and they're trying to push out the coach because of management issues. Uh, oh, that's exactly what happened same. to Thibodeau. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good point. That's what no, I, I was like Tim Floyd. Iowa State. I'm like that's literally Thibodeau with the Bulls. Them hiring Fred Hoiberg. Like I'm. I'm I'm like sure if they were grooming Fred Hoiberg before he got that job. I'm, I'm sure they were. Dude, yeah, that was dude. That was a, an insane um, correlation or whatever. Because I didn't think about that. They did the exact. It was Iowa State, right? Same yeah. college, same and the issues with management with the head coach. Like, yeah, damn. How about uh, they they playing the I ain't no joke. I used to let them oh, dude, throwback, awesome. throwback, oh, awesome song. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I immediately wrote that in my notes right when they played it. I said, I, I, I need to bring no this up. Joke. I got a question. <laughs> a serious cancer. cancer. Yeah, the Dude, music's so been sick. pretty good. So sick. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a great doc. I like the, uh, the epic whenever they would go I'll back say, in time. Yeah, I'll say uh, – In Jordan's all-white all My white favorite mansion. part probably was uh, Jordan rookie year, like going into the hotel room. <laughs> With that. <laughs> oh my god of course they were doing cocaine in peoria yeah. in all places it would of course be peoria uh, that like, was funny yeah, and then, like someone made all. some pictures like holding closing his eyes while there's like strippers in the room and like lines of coke <laughs> running away Neil, <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite part man 
I don't know. I got to think about this one because I kind of like the Scottie Pippen storyline they were going with. Uh, mm-hmm. Just him at, right at the end, like at the end of the second episode there, like going into him and his contract. Just, I thought it was crazy how they were talking about uh, him hurling insults at Jerry Krause from the yeah, back dude. of the bus. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I, I could just imagine sitting on that bus. It's like middle school all over again. Some <laughs> just kids being like, oh, roasted, <laughs> and the whole the whole bus is just silent listening to it happen because nobody wants to tell them to shut up. It's like, I, yeah, I just you have to Scotty Pippen. Yeah. yeah, I can just what? imagine Scotty Pippen calling him like a fat pussy. <laughs> I, Jerry Cross is like a fat pussy. Like, come on, dude, come on, come on. That, bro. That's Jerry's guy. <laughs> yeah, what what can what? What I'm, I wonder what you guys, what do you think convinced him to stay? It had to have been, was it just Jordan like sat him down or some shit? You think that's what they're infer- you're going to infer? How long does he end up staying? I think it was 97, 98 his last year. Jordan's? Or uh, Scotty. Uh, um, yeah, with the Bulls. Yeah. Then he, uh, was he trying to the form the super team? Did he go to the Rockets? He was part of that Rockets team with like yeah. Charles Barkley. <laughs> yeah, he, I think it was. Yeah, he played the Rockets for a year, and then Portland for four years. Yeah. No, I was actually earlier. I was checking his contract. Uh, like when we were talking about earlier, he made. Let's see. Yeah, eighteen after that seven-year, eighteen million deal, right? He made mm-hmm. eleven mil the next year on the Rockets, and then he made. I think I I don't know what this adds up to, but it should be almost like sixty mil over four years on Portland. So he literally, Jeez. yeah, he literally quadrupled the money he made in seven years over like four years. Wow! Damn, crazy, crazy under crazy undervalued about the organization now. Like if they like I, I, he I, he used know. to call Scott. Yeah, he used they, to like, call them back for something. Or he used to like, like go- a ceremony. He this. This year he got fired, and he said on live television, he's like, "Yeah, it's probably a good thing because I want to associate myself with winning." Wait, he got fired. He was in the front office, dude. He was a part of the Bulls organization with doing something. Wasn't he like an ambassador? Because I remember before he would oh, sit like courtside, like yeah, he yeah. Did. He was. He, he wasn't. Sitting. He didn't have a big part, but he had some part. And then he like went on TV saying like, "I don't know any of these players." And then I think the Bulls were like, "Okay." um... You should probably like. Uh... <laughs> he's just Gabe's just there to collect the check, the sympathy check. Yeah. Damn, bro. He would. He he was so good. He has to be. He has to be like a top. I think top twenty player of all time. Uh, Scotty Pippen. Yeah. yeah top twenty. I think yeah. so. Top ten defender. Top five defender of all time. Like you could almost say, I'm sure. Yeah. Holy shit. But, dude, they were showing, like, his stats for the Bulls. He was, like, literally second to Jordan and everything, and he's not getting paid jack shit. Like, he I got honestly, paid, yeah. Paid that kind of made Luke Longley. <laughs> yeah, I did not even realize that. Like, it kind of made me feel bad for him. But I just then, got like, a – what's sorry, that? I just got a Bleacher Report notification that said, in 2016, Tracy McGrady revealed he was nearly traded to the Bulls for Scottie Pippen during 97 draft. <laughs> what? That's crazy. <laughs> T-Mac on the T-Mac, Bulls. bro. Dude, I he, was don't probably, know. he was probably waiting all day till the doc aired to say that. He, he probably texted <laughs> Scotty, "Is it okay if I say this?" Because <laughs> they do that show to get the jump. Yeah, with Rachel, the, the sexy Rachel Nichols. <laughs> I think no. Well, who was that girl? 
that Chauncey Billups is always with. I forgot her name. Michaela something, the blonde. I don't don't know that. They're for sure fucking. Michelle Beadle? Yes, they're for sure fucking. Michelle Beadle? Come on, dude. Chauncey's got a family, bro. Who cares? It's Chauncey Billups. He does what he wants. He might be like, all right, well, after a set, be like, all right, let's go to the, I don't know if they have a break room or something. (laughs) But they've definitely done it. Were you a... Carlos, were you an Allen Iverson fan? In, oh, I bought it. Everyone did. Everyone thought he was the next big thing. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was really, like, tragic, <laughs> like, because we traded Chauncey. But, I mean, it was, like, AI. Like, it was, like, everyone yeah. got his jersey, like, and then he was terrible. Because I, I remember that, because that was uh, when we were watching the rerun of the, the Rose game yeah. where he scored 36. They were talking about that trade in, like, the halftime show. Where Allen Iverson was oh, traded to Detroit. God. Yeah, I don't know. That was a uh, good That's times, like, though. Equivalent, good era. equivalent to the Bulls getting Dwayne Wade. No, it's <laughs> like the Bulls getting Rip. I feel like the Bulls getting yeah. Rip Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would like to think Dwayne Wade had better years on the like a better year on the Bulls. He, he didn't have that bad a year for how old he was. To be for being honest, but it was just pointless. It was completely pointless. Okay, does anyone have anything else to say about the doc? The documentary? Uh, dude, all I have to say is I'm excited, man. That was a great start. Yeah. Is it every week they're going to air? Two episodes, yeah, yeah every week. They showed Two a preview of that. I think next yeah. week there's going to be some Jordan rules in there, which is, gonna be, which is awesome. Oh, stand yeah. up. Stand, oh, stand yeah. up, Detroit. Stand up, Detroit. <laughs> You're going to be cursed. This is broke, TV. Jordan. Oh. Don't forget. D. Rodman. It, well, that's gonna be that's probably gonna probably, be the intro yeah. of Dennis, like him and the Pistons, and then him and the Bulls. You know, Robin was like heartbroken that. that we traded him. Have you ever seen the Bad Boys? Really? Yeah, isn't there that? Have you seen the? I did. Didn't Rodman have a thirty? Yeah, for 30 I never too? saw that actually. I saw the Rodman thirty for thirty. Yeah, that was a good one, dude. He was mentally. I don't he think beca- there's ever. I think a crazy he became crazy when the Pistons let him go. Um. Antonio no, yes. Brown? In that documentary, okay, sorry, let's <laughs> leave him out for a second. But like <laughs> in the documentary, he literally committed uh what, like a fake suicide. He killed his personality and he became like this psycho from that point on because one of the players found him in his car with a shotgun. The... Holy shit. Yeah, you know, he apparently wasn't gonna kill himself, but he was like it was like character suicide. Like he became just this like, like weirdo. Because remember yeah. he married himself? <laughs> Well, it, you gotta love this, that, man. It, it's 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 twenty twenty, Nihal. So, um, I'm pretty sure, like, hey, not back then. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, uh, like the doc, one of the documentaries, it might have been the the Bad Boys one, was like, because he was so familiar and so comfortable in Detroit when he like got traded to a new place, he kind of yeah, like, he lost thought, himself. He thought we were his family or something like that. And we just like traded him, so that like really messed him up. The, how, how, how loyal would you be to players? Like, I know, like, if, if they run you five rings, would you, like, risk, like, your future, the franchise's future for that player? Like, remember how the Lakers, for example, like, uh, like, my honestly, in my opinion, the GOAT, Kobe Bryant, when they gave him, like, they made him the richest player when he was already super old and, like, they couldn't, like, make, like, moves anymore. Like, yeah, to make but, the team better. Yeah, look what happened to the Lakers after that, though. They kind of screwed them. That that contract, right? 
Yeah, I mean, because look, look at the Lakers. This is this was going to be their first year making the playoffs in how long? Well, yeah, but it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, would you? How loyal would you be, like, to Scotty Pippen in that? I think I think Scotty should have gotten paid because in his circumstance, I don't think he was. He was only thirty. What? Let's see. His last year in the Bulls, he was thirty-two. I mean, you really can't pay a guy who's thirty-two and he's been playing at a top ten level. Well, they warned him. I think, uh, I think you do definitely see that problem a lot more in baseball because, like, the contracts are so much longer. Like, I know, for example, like, when Cabrera won, like, the Triple yeah. Crown, like, you have to give the guy his 12-year or whatever the hell yeah. it is. But it's, like, you're you're, you're risking so much yeah. money and, like, just <laughs> there's nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he, desire, if he just wants to play to the end of that contract, exactly. he's going to be screwed. <laughs> Especially, especially in sports with a cap, because if you have like at least baseball, there's no there's no like salary cap, like or like there's no like um, you have to pay penalty fees, right? Like basketball when there's a cap or football there's a cap, and when like one player is making a third yeah. of the salary cap, yeah, like your team is fucked. Basically, John Wall. I don't know though. That was <laughs> yeah, John Wall, dude. Killy over over. So I always thought it was over. Will he ever play again? <laughs> For another time. Did I think so? I probably has to. I mean, I don't think he'll be as good ever. I don't think he'll ever be as good as he was. And I, I didn't really think he was like a superstar like player in the first place. But we'll see. I don't know. So if that's it, anyone have anything else to say about the doc? Can't wait till next week. I really week. loved it. Being a Bulls fan. Yes, yeah, definitely. I'm in, I'm in my Dwayne Wade Bulls shirt. I'm ready for next week. Yeah, man. man. Cause you think about it, the Bulls were so bad before Jordan came. He, they were so freaking bad, and then he comes, and now it's forever changed, man. Well, you have yeah. that. You have the Jordan era of greatness, and then that small window with Derrick Rose, and then yeah, that's, it. That, See, that's it. You know what? Also, watching this documentary, it also just makes me sad that I, I wasn't alive in Chicago during know, this time. Man. Like. I, I know we had Derrick Rose, but just, you know, obviously that was so yeah. tragic. And now now looking at this doc, seeing, like, man, like, my family was here in the 90s. We're spoiled. Like, so oh, spoiled. Oh, yeah. My dad moved we, to Chicago. Oh, sorry. It's like, finished. Oh, no, no. I was just saying, like, now we have the Blackhawks. And, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I could give <laughs> two fucks about the Blackhawks. Oh, dude. <laughs> to, this is to all the viewers. If you ever thought at any point in the past 20 years – that Chicago was a hockey city. I need you to do me a favor and just like punch yourself <laughs> in the face and leave. and stop and stop making sports <laughs> takes because you're obviously dumb. Is, don't is know Chicago anything. still? And, is Chicago still I don't know. Stick up. City? Oh yeah, is it? I think is it? I think it's nah. I think it's basketball. Always... What? I think it's basketball. City. I think it's basketball than football and or football. It is a basketball I, city, one hundred and ten percent. I think it shares basketball and football pretty Shut evenly, up. dude. Shut up, Nihal. Bears fans are pretty no. intense, man. They're pretty like. I feel like there's a. When lot you talk of... about the sport of basketball in the city of Chicago, name all the great players that come out of the city every year. That's true. In the, yeah, that's fair. Chicago is the mecca of basketball. Well, I, I just think. feel like the Chicago Bears culture just makes them. They're such a big franchise yeah, but, that yeah, they, you can also just, consider them a football city. They make an ass out of themselves sometimes. Like look at us. I yeah, think, <laughs> they, they, they they always make an ass out of themselves. So. Come on. Man. I think the most. I think like the th- people that considered Chicago a hockey town was like those rich 
suburban white girls that yeah because live... they only they only live in Hinsdale Downers yeah. Grove. What do you expect them to see? Yeah, like... you think these inner city kids that are like in yeah. poverty are going to look up to Patrick Kane or, or Derek Rose? Like, it... come on. Like he's the only people that really said that shit was like those rich Inglewood baby. No one gives a crap about him. Yeah, yeah. Has anyone ever said anything? Iraq boy. (laughs) Yeah, no one talks about the fucking Blackhawks anymore. Yeah. All right. Because it's pointless. We'll we'll wrap the pod here. Uh, the last dance. uh, Two more hours next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two more. All right. We can give. Uh, we'll do another live or post doc reaction after that. But in the meantime. Um, what's it called? I think the draft yeah. is the twenty third, right? Is that Thursday? If you guys want to do a uh, a little pre draft special, we can do it. We can all give our top ten predicted picks Ooh. before the draft, and then see what happens afterwards. That yeah, could make it interesting. We could debate with the quarterbacks. I think next week we can bring on a, a couple new guests: Jeremy Lazowski and Fuzzy. Yeah, right? good good um, insight. Good college football insight, and we can all debate our top ten picks, and then talk about which quarterbacks we think will be the best. So stay tuned for that. All right, boys, take it easy, stay safe, stay healthy, flatten the curve. And um, right, if anyone yeah, if anyone wants to play later. me in uh COD, uh, I'm on right now. I'm on right this now. This is also too, to baby. the viewers, uh, the underscore Butler fifty seven. Come get this work. I've been hey, practicing. to all the viewers, to all the viewers, should I buy Diamond Pascal Siakam or Diamond Chauncey Phillips? Let me know in the comments. All right, see you guys. Oh, all right, know. Jeremy, cut that part. Jeremy, cut that part. <laughs> okay. Cut that part. <laughs> Diamond Chauncey, boy. All right, it's funny because I got both. All right, all right see you. Peace. See you.